Crows Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to run through. Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Oh, we're up and humming here for the Crows Radio Show. It's Source Jacobs and Tomo. He's played 208 games at the highest level and now dominates the FM dial. Saucy, hello, mate. <laughs> Morning, Tomo, mate. Fantastic to be back. After a, uh, after a good game yesterday? Yeah, for sure. We're ready to rock and roll for the next hour here. And you can get the podcast on the listener app as well, L-I-S-T. And uh, what's coming up for the next hour, Source? So, big show. We've got young gun Luke Nankervis, which will be uh, be good to have a chat to yeah. him. Uh, the old Stuart, Matty Wright, who's obviously still running around uh, in the SANFL. Just a, a real craftsman these days. Just yeah. kicks, just a specialist goal kicker. I know. We're, well, speaking of goal kicking, didn't he win the uh, leading he goal did. kicker over at Carlton? With about 22, I think. Must, but, have, <laughs> must have been the COVID year, was it? Not quite. But uh, yeah, we talk all things contracts. Obviously, Tex has been the big one, but yeah. we've had a lot of other good role players sign on. So we look forward to touching on that, mate, and uh, and learning a bit more about Riley Thilthorpe, yeah. who's he's uh, he's got a bit of personality. For you, Saucy, he's a number two draft pick. He's a big guy. Takes a little bit more to develop. You see such a massive upside in him. Yeah, he's unique because he's uh, yes, he is big, but he actually he can play like a bit of a mid at times as well. Yeah, um, he's b- below his knees. He's he's unbelievable with his hands. Can take a mark as well and. Um, he's he's pretty skillful for a yeah, big guy. So, sure. mate, and the thing I like is he, he loves celebrating and going. He's mm. got a bit. Yeah, he's got a bit of spunk about him. Filthy. He's he's probably playing a little bit more forward than in the ruck at the moment. Where do you see him in the next couple of years? As as more ruck forward? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it'd be good to get him more time at the ground. But with Riley being you know similar to I was, yes. we're, we're very ruck dominant. So. Yeah. Um, it'd be good for him to to get a bit more time up the ground because he he's a really good runner. Like he's arguably our best runner with um, Chase Jones. Yes. So he's a he's a very unique player. Um, he's got a big big future with us, and um, hopefully, yeah, that ruck forward craft will start to develop in time. And another debutant yesterday in James Borlace as well comes from a very very strong football pedigree. Yeah, Port Port Adelaide pedigree, mm. which is good. So um, yeah, he's uh, his his mum obviously represented the national team in yeah. uh, in netball or basketball, I mm. think it was. So. Um, so yeah, real sporting family. He's, he's he's he really deserved a crack. He's he's been right around the mark in the SNFL for uh, you know good year and a half. So well done to Boz. And also not that far away is the 2023 AFLW season. This is your club, your moment. You can get involved from just eight dollars fifty per game. This is brilliant. Crowsmembership.com.au. Let's get into it, Saucy. Now, Saucy, there's just a few players out there, especially down at Crowland, that you like the uh, you like the look of early. One of those is Luke Nankerv. We love the way this guy goes about it. Got his opportunity yep. a few weeks ago, 191 centimetre defender, and he joins us right now. Good morning to you, Nate. Good morning, guys. Hey, mate, let's talk about you and your story, how you got to the Adelaide Footy Club, mate. Was it uh, you always loved footy as a kid, or is it is something you turned to late? Um, yeah, always loved footy as a kid, I guess. That was the dream for most kids growing up to play AFL. Um, so started my junior career off at Bentley Demons. Um, then made my way to Dragons. It's a bit of a, a different story, I guess. Um, didn't really get an invitation. Well, I didn't think I got an invitation to Dragons um, in my under-16s year. Turns out I did. They <laughs> sent, it to, sent it to a junk snail. Are you kidding? Um, yeah, and I had a dream. I, I was driving to make Dragons, so I had a dream one night that I made Dragons, and I checked my mail, searched up Sandy Dragons. It has like 40,000 mail-like things in it, messages, um, and it turns out I had a mail from them, so I emailed them back, and they gave me a three-day um, chance to train with them. Wow. Um, ended up making the squad, um, and yeah, I guess 
right before COVID, so I'm pretty lucky that I um, saw that email. Awesome. Mate, we'd like, to, we'd like to think your talent would have shown through anyway yeah. and they, uh, they would have found you again yeah. as it is. But, uh, mate, the, 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 uh, the Dragons, they've got a really um, good reputation, don't they? They've, they've produced a lot of recent draftees and um, always seem to you know, be uh, pretty frequent on draft night. Yeah, they're pretty good, especially our year. I think we had about 11 or 12 people drafted from our year. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty good. Got your uh, opportunity through injury. Uh, Nate, you played a few games now, mate, and probably none bigger than the showdown last weekend in front of a packed house. How's that? Yeah, it was unreal. Absolute dream, I guess. <laughs> it feels fake when you're out there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, to get the win as well, it was just absolute unreal experience. Um, man, mate, uh, I noticed after you had the win last week, you did the pretty much lap of honour high-fiving every fan. <laughs> is uh, your personality starting to shine through, which we love here uh, at the radio show? Is that uh, is that something you loved? Yeah, well, I, I couldn't help myself. It was just so cool, I guess, all the crowd getting around you. Um, I think Filthy tried to pull me away. Pull me away from it, but I had to finish off the lap. <laughs> no, it's brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. Um, now, mate, you're in you're in the position where I guess we we've been pretty as a club. We've been pretty fortunate with injuries and all that sort of stuff. And um, you know, you, you along with a, a few other guys that have played a fair bit of um, SANFL footy, becoming and how hard can it be at times coming across and I guess you keep producing, keep playing well in the SANFL, but not sort of been able to a way see a way to be able to get into the team. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough, I guess. All you got to do is just keep performing consistently and try and knock the door down. Um, as Nicky always says, wait for the butterfly to land on you. And I wasn't really believing him for a while there um, until yep. I guess my chance came and, and now I'm in the squad. Um, just need to play consistent putting out at this level. So hold my spot there. Very exciting, mate. Now, how tough was it coming over from Victoria to South Australia at Nank? And uh, have, you, have you moved in with like a, a family or a couple of teammates? What are you doing? Um, oh, I moved in with uh, Lockie Murphy and Elliot Himmelberg um, for I think two or three months. Yep. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too hard. It wasn't uh, too hard, I guess. And then moved in with Jake and then Joshua Shelley. Oh, hang on. So, we, yeah, I really really enjoyed it coming over here. Now we want to unpack the oh, uh, the recent the recent living arrangements with Solly and Rash. Now you're all mm. single. You're all young boys uh, in <laughs> Melbourne. Is that is that right or heavens? Oh, Jake's locked up. Is um, he? At the moment. Yeah, he's locked up, loved up. Um, and then, yeah, who knows what's happening. Oh, oh, I, I think we have a good idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm sure you and Rash have a bit of fun with that. But, mate, yeah, is that, oh, you boys absolutely love it, no doubt. It's it's good fun living with, with teammates and uh, training hard and, and having fun away from the field. Yeah, it's so much fun. I guess we all are pretty professional and uh, push each other in that sense. But also, it gets a bit crazy. Crazy at the house at times. Did you speak to Rash about when he absolutely belted the bloke the other week? What's going on there? <laughs> um, oh, he's just got anger issues. Eh? It's pretty easy to poke his buttons. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah, it happens a fair bit here, either playing FIFA or you don't put your dishes away. Got <laughs> <Stop> that. <laughs> who, who is who, who, right now. Who is, who's the head of the snake in the house? Because there's obviously uh, there's three of you, so when, when there's stuff that two people do, who's, who's the one that sort of rules the roost and who's got the best bedroom, who's got the master bedroom at the house? Ah, uh, well, I've got the master bedroom. <laughs> yes, so I good boy. That. That speaks a lot in itself. Um, <laughs> but, no, nah, we're all pretty good, I guess. We all got our, our goods and bads. Um, so, yeah, I guess we all complement each other in a way. Mate, it'll be the time of your life living with those boys. It uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. You're a good man, Nate. Thanks so much for joining us on the Crows Radio Show, mate. And keep going well. You've uh, taken your opportunity nicely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers, mate.
couple of big signings happening over the past, uh, well, pretty well all year, if we're being brutally honest about things, Saucy. It's uh, it's been a really, really good time for the club. You know, we've seen the likes of Saligo, Rochelle, and the big Texan Walker a couple of weeks ago as well. How good? Yeah, mate, it's been it's been unreal. And uh, I guess when you go through the rebuild, which we hate talking about that term, but I guess that's, that's where we're coming from is... It's important to make sure you get a group of guys that are going to hang around. And mm. I think, you know, two years ago, or last year it was, I think we signed 28 players in, in, in a year, which is incredible yeah. when you really think about it. And, um, you know, the guys continue to sign on. And I think we're in a position now where we, we you know, we don't really have too many guys leaving mm. um, or wanting to leave, which I think is a testament to obviously, you know, the the players, Reedy and, and Hamish Ogilvie are recruiting and obviously the culture we have here at the club. But, um, I guess, mate, we'll, we'll throw to Taylor Walker, who's obviously re-signed during the week, which is, uh, which is the biggest one. Pump, mate. Yeah, we're, the young kids, are. I'm seeing some um, great improvement in the kids and um, I'm still able to play at a high level. So, um, yeah, to be able to go around again is, is really exciting for me personally, my family, but um, also to be able to be a part of this footy club and um, hopefully we can get back to playing some finals footy and I can leave this footy club um, where we, where we should be, and that's playing finals. It's gone pretty quick. And when he said that this morning, it actually like surprised me. Well, not surprised me, but made me sit back and think, geez, it's been a long time. Um, but it's gone super quick, and I've pretty much been here, I'll be here half my life um, as of next year. Come down when I was a 17-year-old kid, and I'll turn 34 next year. So, yeah, it's been an awesome journey, and one that's got another chapter to it. Getting set for his 17th season as an Adelaide Crow. Quite incredible. The country boy from Broken Hill in New South Wales. And let's be honest, he was done three or four years ago. So, and that's just, that's uh, not putting it lightly. And he would be the first to put his hand yeah. up there. He'd lost his sort of, his jump and whatever. But I tell you what, he has just been incredible and an absolute credit to him for what that bloke's been through as an individual as well. He could have easily just put his hand right up and and move, and move be done with the game. No, exactly. And I think the other one is 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 the impact that him and Sloaney have had on the yeah. um, the rebuild as well. Like to have the now, an alpha light text to be able to give the boys confidence to be able to play that way. He can't be understated either. And you know, I was I was thinking about it myself. You know, when I played with him, and obviously I got him through, um, which seemed like his peak, but he seems to be mm. peaking at thirty three. Yeah. yeah. Um, just the impact he has on the group, and you know, he is um, he is uncomfortable as a leader. You yeah. know, he, he he demands a lot of lot of the players, but he also gives you the confidence to be able to go out there and perform and. He's a guy who cops a lot of the brunt from from outside external um, media sources when the team's not going well. So it's it's awesome to see he's getting it the other way now because he deserves a lot of credit. Was he the best captain you played under? Um, I, I'd have to say yes because the success we had under him. Um, but I was you know very fortunate to have obviously Sloaney as well and, and Nathan Van Berlo too. As an individual though, he, did he get a bit out of you? Yeah, because oh, you yeah, guys absolutely. have had, you guys have you know got a very very strong relationship. Yeah, we do, we do. We got a really good relationship, and I I, I just love the way that he 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 was happy to lead, but he he was happy to be called out on if he was doing something wrong as well. Mm. So he, he demanded a lot, but if he wasn't doing what he expected, he, he demanded that we called, called him called out him on it as well. So um, he wasn't, wasn't the perfect leader, but yep. for me, he's just a guy that you just want to follow. And you know, you have a lot to do with him now with mm. your dealings at triple M and um, he's such a likable character. And um, you know, we've had, you know, here I've got Lockie Murphy, Mark Keane, mm. Luke Nankervis, Billy Dowling, they've all re-signed. And um, you know, a lot of these guys get confidence from playing with, with Tex Walker and, <laughs> 
Um, we see Tom Hawkins doing what he's doing at 35. There's no reason why Tex can't keep doing what he's doing for a couple of years yet. Well, we speak to a lot of these young uh, crows and individuals that have been through the Adelaide Football Club system, and the, the number one thing they talk about in terms of influence on their careers is Taylor Tex. Walker. So, And, yeah, you just see what he does away from the field as well. Um, yeah, just an absolute superstar. And can't wait to see him go again, Saucy. No, we absolutely love it, mate. And um, Fortunately for us, he's breeding some boys, so we'll hopefully yeah. see uh, the next generation of Walker coming through as well. The Crows radio show with Source and Tomo. Looking forward to this next conversation. Was a player at the Adelaide Crows. Played some footy at Carlton as well. And now back. And a very a very popular locker oh, room yeah. guy as well. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. Back as a development coach. His name's Matty Wright and he joins us right now. Morning, Matty. G'day. Very uh, very kind intro. <laughs> we like that. Hey, uh, Matty, let's start with your AFL career, mate. How did you get to the Adelaide Crows? What was the build-up there? Uh, the build-up was a lot of rep footy and state footy, the, the traditional way, and then uh, missed out for a couple of years. I didn't get picked up in my draft year. Um, so I went and applied my trade at North Adelaide for a couple of years, uh, apprentice plumber for a couple of years, and then um, got an opportunity to, to be a rookie. And, um, yeah, went from there. So nice. not, your, not your stock standard sort of pathway, but got there. And not a stock standard start either, righty. Now, we know when, we know when draftees come in, Tomo. Yes. They, they love to come in. They're ready to go. They've done lots of training. Ah. All they want to do is just come to the club and get stuck into it. Isn't that right, righty? You spot on, mate, yes. What, yeah. um, that, that was your story as well when you first uh, first started? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is a Thomas scene because that's all I'm preaching to these kids now and I've done the exact opposite. So I, um, my sister was living in London at the time and I did word the club up and say, if I'm fortunate enough to get picked up, got a trip overseas booked in and yeah, sure enough, went over there off a uh, PCL injury so I couldn't run. All, all, all I could do was uh, eat and have a few stubbies and when I come back, I was uh, pretty unrecognisable. So um, Drafted two of him. Not, uh, yeah, yes. Big bodied mid. A, uh, I was a very big bodied inside mid only at that point. Um, so, yeah, did it, yeah, it wasn't a great start. Craig, uh, wasn't no, no. Times, uh, times have changed. Times have changed. Now, mate, you're, you're talking about obviously you're preaching to the young boys now, but you're in the development role at the club now, and I think you're into yep. your fourth year, fourth or fifth year with it, I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, still playing as well. Combining that with playing, how good's that been for you? How much are you enjoying the uh, the coaching side of it, and obviously combining with playing still as well? Yeah, love it, mate. Oh, I, I honestly say I've got the best job in the world. Yeah. I, I still get to run around, have a kick for these lads, um, and then try and educate them on you know the ins and outs of being a pro during the week. So yeah, I'm very fortunate. I've been very lucky. Like the kids that have come through now, all rookies, mate. They um, they really want to be there and work hard. Um, they, I don't know what they're talking about half the time. It seems I've missed a generation there. I'm yeah. not sure what language they're speaking at times. But, um, yeah, yeah, very fortunate to be in the role I'm, I'm in and, and in and around footy and still running around trying to get a kick, mate. Did you always see yourself coaching, Righty? When was that transition that you thought, hell, I could, uh, I could do this? It probably wasn't until I'd got the arse from the Crows, to be honest, and end up at Charlton and we were quite young um, at that point in time and, it wasn't, wasn't until then, I suppose, I sort of had an eye to um, close footy and I really enjoyed working and, and coaching the younger forwards there. Um, and, yeah, it sort of stemmed from there. So got involved with a couple of coaching academies and programs over in Carlton. Did a little bit with your old mate, uh, Source Ed Kerno. Yep. Um, so, yeah, got a taste of it. And, yeah, when the opportunity to come back and, and work with the next generation young Crowies popped up, I, uh, I jumped at it. 
Now, mate, just finally, we want to talk to you about the SANFL program and the team. They're obviously uh, in a really good position to attack the, the grand final and hopefully a bit more success with that. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the end of the season looking like and, and where, are we, uh, where are we positioned? Yeah, we're going well. We're uh, we locked in a top three finish um, last week with the, the showdown win against the Magpies, which is fantastic. So we three games to go, locked in top three spot. Um, so yeah, we, we're really looking forward to to what we can do in that space. And obviously, the AFL hopefully get a few more wins and, and can jump up into finals contention as well. But yeah, it's uh, Godsey's done a massive amount of work with the development program, um, the players that he's brought in. Um, yeah, we're, we're in a good spot at the minute. We few games to go, so keep rolling and keep playing a good brand of footy and, yeah, we'll see see what happens. How important is it for the boys' development to get on Adelaide Oval um, at finals time? Because it's it's a bit of a unique position and, like, we don't we don't get any home games, which a lot of our supporters would know. Um, so I guess through the through the year it can be a bit tricky, but come finals time, if we can get there, it's it's a really good exposure because, you know, it's as close as you're going to get to an AFL game without, you know, playing in the actual big dance. Yeah, you're spot on. As you know, we both played some finals yep. um, sample footy. It is the next, honestly, it's the next thing to play an AFL footy. So for us to expose, I suppose, the blokes that haven't played or haven't had a taste of AFL footy, um, it's a different ball game, finals footy. So, yeah, it, it's going to be huge. We're, we're fortunate we're in a position where we'll get a late, at least a couple of cracks at it. So um, hopefully we can take our opportunities and expose this, this you know, the next group coming through to... To big games and hopefully big crowds at uh, Adelaide Oval. Exciting times for the Adelaide Footy Club, Maddie, and it's uh, a bit to do with you as well, mate. So hats off to you and good luck for the rest of the year. Appreciate that, Tomo. Thanks, awesome. Cheers, mate. Time for another edition of Know Your Crow. Saucy went one-on-one with the big boy, Riley Philthorpe, recently down at Westlakes. Here's how it played out. Here we are for another segment of Know Your Crow, and it doesn't get any bigger than the name today. Riley Philthorpe, Thorpey, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me, Sauce. No worries, mate. So uh, we'll just throw a few quick-fire questions at you, mate, and you uh, you give us some intel. Uh, what's your nickname and why? Uh, filthy, and it's because people couldn't pronounce Philthorpe, <laughs> and they changed it with Fs to Philthorpe, and then Filthy just stuck. I don't know. <laughs> Filthy, yeah, filthy. I get filthy, filthy. I get it all. So, especially yeah. in um in a lo- in a footy locker room, like yeah. don't know how to speak at the best of times. Um, if you drink coffee, what's your order? Oh, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I like um, that. So I've got no idea. Don't need hot it. chocolate, probably then. Yeah. <laughs> don't need it. No, Mate, I, I was never. never I was yeah. never a coffee drinker. Either. I save caffeine for game day, so I feel. I it. like hearing that. Yeah. And when you're in a natural life high, you don't need um, exactly. You don't need something <laughs> to pick you up. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? Um, probably The Office. Yeah, very good. Classic. Good, good humour. Uh, the most famous person you have met? Oh, you'd be up there, Sauce, I reckon. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Uh, outside of footy, I've got no idea, to yeah, be honest. That's all right. All good, mate. Uh, most played song on your playlist? Oh. Are you a music head? Uh, I go through stages. Yeah. I haven't, haven't been listening to much music, to be honest, lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably Polo G. I like, I like him yep. a bit. Listen to him a bit of rap. And by the sounds, so. um, by the sounds, you don't get much chance down here to put your put your music on, do you? Tommy nah, Warrell. I wouldn't want to be on that speaker anyway. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy music gets put on there. Oh, I know. I know. It's right. We have to listen to it as well. <laughs> uh, the most played song on your playlist? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, couldn't tell. You. Probably Kanye. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, do you like listening to pump up music before the game? 
I used to. Now yeah. I'm more meditate and try and get yeah. the, get the heart rate down a bit. So that's Do working yeah. for me at the moment. Yeah, you like to have a bit of your own time and yeah, calm down a bit. I, I tend to get a bit too up and about, <laughs> so calming down is the hard part. Yeah, that's all right. Do you get? Is there much um, space to do that? How do you try and do that? Uh, kick the coaches out of their room and yeah. turn the lights off and try yeah, and nice. yeah, because the music plays pretty loud. So you got to try and get away from it. Uh, then yeah, like in the dark, it, it's pretty good. That's good. Uh, your favourite sport other than Aussie rules? Uh, cricket was probably the one growing up. Yeah. I loved ice as well because Dad played that. Yeah. I played a little bit of that, but uh, probably cricket was my favourite. I guess. What are you? What are you best at? Oh, I haven't, played, I haven't skated in a while, so I wouldn't be great. So yeah. probably cricket. Cricket, nice. Big fast bowler. Nah, I was a wicketkeeper. Oh, hey, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're an agile big guy, so <laughs> that's easy. Uh, the athlete you idolised growing up? Um, well, I loved watching you. I loved watching a lot of the Crows boys. Tex was good. Um, loved Kurt Tippett when he was here. Yep, he's a very good tippo. And then closer to when I got drafted, Lockie Murphy was my favourite player before I got drafted, which is a weird one. Do you tell him that? I have, and I, regrettably I have, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why I love that? Because when Richie Douglas was here and Tommy Lynch came, Lynchy used to always tell Dougie that he was Lynchy's favourite player. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no one really knew if he was joking or not. But, like, Lynchy, Lynchy swears. He's like, no, nah, Dougie was my favourite player. So, Lockie Murphy, what drew you to Murph? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm tall. I hate. I hate being put in a box and being told to be a tall. So I loved what Murphy did, all the tackling and pressure. And the so- funny, the funny thing with Murphy is his favourite sports person <laughs> is Stephen Adams, who's the tall. Yeah. So I don't know he wants to be tall. Yeah. Um, cooking. What's your uh, signature dish? Um, probably chili con carne. Oh, I love cooking good. that. That's, That's my favourite. Yeah. yeah, I know. We like that one. Um, oh, you mentioned a bit of pre-game ritual superstitions before. Do you have anything else other than sort of meditating? Uh, well, I like writing words on my wrists. Yeah. Uh, it just sort of gets me in the mode, and then if I'm not playing well, I sort of look down at that. Yeah, it's probably the main one that sort of get, gets yep. me going. Um, away from the uh, away from footy, favorite holiday destination. Ooh, um, well, I've been to Canada a few years back because yep. Dad played ice there and That's has a few so mates over there. Yeah, and we stayed in the Thousand Islands. Yeah, um, awesome. and that was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that. So. What part of uh, Canada did, uh, did he did he play? He played in Banff. Oh, yeah. Which I actually don't know where it is. He was there on holiday. That's a very good <laughs> He was there for a couple it's of ski, years. So. Uh, it's obviously yeah. skiing and all that sort of stuff. There's yeah. a real holiday spot there, so that's a good spot. Uh, Favourite way to spend a day off? Probably golf. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah, pretty boring. Are you, get, are you into it? Are you, are I you love it. Right? I'm not that good, but yeah. yeah, I love it. Like I say to most boys, mate, by the time you've been playing for 10 or 15 years, you'll, um, you'll, you'll get really good at it. Yeah. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Oh, um... Uh, energetic yeah um, annoying sometimes <laughs> we like that uh, and try and have as much fun as I can I guess beautiful so, yeah. good good way to be mate uh, dogs or cats dogs oh, yeah. we haven't had a cat person yet nah, which not, Josh Jenkins, not surprising Josh Jenkins he was, he's got a dog but he's a cat person oh yeah apparently he used to walk his cat but... <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, AFL club supporter growing up yeah crows, crows. Yep. yes we love that one what would you be doing if you weren't playing AFL? Um, ideally, I mean, NBA or something like that would be pretty yeah. cool, but yeah. <laughs> I never really played basketball, so I don't know how that would work. <laughs> um, I always wanted to be a physio or something involved in sports, so I probably that, I guess. I yeah. can see you doing it. Plenty of time to study while you're playing. Yeah. Um, and the skill you would like to learn? Uh, hitting a drawer in golf. <laughs> That'd be pretty nice. Start simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thanks very much, Filthy. Filthy? It's a, it's a mouthful, that one, isn't it? Thanks, yeah. thanks, Riley. Thanks for joining us on Know Your Crow. No worries. Thanks, Sauce. Dan and Dusted for another edition of the Crows Radio Show there, Saucy. Another absolute belter, mate. Absolutely, mate. Uh, some real, uh, some good characters there. 
nice to see a bit more about Big Filthy. Yeah. Learn a bit more about him. He's, you can tell he's a bit of a personality, so we look forward to seeing that come out in the meter in a few years. I like Nanky. Nanky's honest. good, in I reckon he's got some goals well, out I like I like the fact those three boys living together yeah. because they're just all mischievous. They're, mm. uh, they've got a bit of spunk about them, oh, and yeah. I think they're going to be uh, Crow's favourites for a few years yet. I've got a feeling Nanky might go well on the footy trips, I reckon. Just, <laughs> he's got that real pizzazz about him with the off-field material, I yeah, reckon. Yeah. There's awesome. a lot of intrigue there, no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, we love that. We love that, mate. Right, we're out of here. You enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and I'll see you next week. Likewise, mate. Catch ya.